Thank you for joining my podcast. My name is Frank. This is a Jesus Didn't Tap Out segment. Uh, I want to thank you for joining my podcast here today. And if you haven't, please subscribe uh, to my podcast, uh, you know, to sort of show your support. Um, you know, the Word of God says in the latter days uh, there will be doctrines of devils. Uh, we should be ignorant of the devil's devices. Um, I said, I just want to share the Word of God with you today. Uh, but first, most than anything, I just want to thank the Lord, amen, for uh, just giving giving me another day of life, amen. Uh, so the Word of God says that we need to come to His courts with thanksgiving and praise. And, um, and like I said, I just want to thank Him uh, for this joy and this peace, amen, regardless of what we go through, amen, you know, you know, this grief and, uh, afflictions and, and, um, these are only temporary. The word of God says that, you know, you might suffer a little bit, but the joy afterwards, uh, is, is better. Amen. Uh, weeping may endure another night, but bring joy in the morning. Amen. Um, uh, but like I said, I just want to share this, this word of God. Amen. Um, it's, uh, you know, I just want to just um, just wake up, people. Amen. I just, you know, it's this this segment here, this episode. Uh, I just want to take it more serious because of what the things of what's going on uh, throughout the world. Amen. You know, the civil unrest. Uh, you know, people are growing cold and. <clears throat> There's lawlessness that's and that's here. I mean, that's been been here since from the previous administration, from the Obama regime. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been getting worse. But uh, you know, the word of God. Well, first of all, there was a famous man once said, "A divided household will not stand; will bring desolation." And uh, his name was uh, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, we're, we're divided amongst almost every issue in this nation. Uh, and like I said, uh, and it, basically what the Lord Jesus Christ is saying, you know, if, if the household is divided, uh, the city is divided, as the nation is divided, it'll bring, uh, desolation. Um, so we, this is the time where we need to be paying attention. We need to be focusing at the kingdom of, because the kingdom of the Lord is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen. And, and this is where we need to start focusing. Uh, if we're wrestling with something, we're struggling with something. And this is the time where we need to, um, get things right with the Lord. Amen. Um, uh, said, uh, it's, uh, the, uh, the president Trump is, is about to declare, uh, an emergency, um, national emergency, and a lot of us don't don't know really what the what it attunes to. You know, it, you know, if you're too, uh, if you rely too too much on the government, you know, please, 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 I implore you just to uh, try not to rely too much on the government. You know, the it. it, it, it like I said, it's not going to, whenever things start happening, it's going to hit you and you're not going to know it hits you. You know, it's, things are going to happen so quickly. 
So it, it's kind of come like a snare, like a trap, like a trap. And like I say, and you're going to know, but it's going to be too late uh, what's going on. But like I say, I'm here to to open your eyes to uh, hopefully for you to focus on, on on your salvation and the salvation of your family. Uh, well, like I said, you, you you cannot be trust your everything on 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 the government, you know, because almost all the agencies, if they if Trump declares a national emergency, most of these agencies will will close. I'm talking about the food stamps, social security benefits. Um, uh, works comp or whatever you know uh, unemployment if we rely on that uh, you know we're we're in for a rude awakening it's crazy what's going on man and and you think Trump really I mean I know he cares but you know there's 800,000 furlough workers that were laid off you know and it's something that you know, if he, he he's not paying attention to that, where you know he he still want his, wants his wall. What makes you think that you know people are gonna care about you? You know. So this is the time where you need to focus on yourself and on your family. You know, if you can try to live out in the country, try to uh, train yourself uh, to live out in the country, or have an emergency plan just to meet you, like where you, you and your family can meet, you know, um, yeah, things are, are fixing to blow up, guys, and, um, and, uh, we, we need, we need to be ready, uh, you know, we, there's a scripture here that I want to read to you, let me see One moment here. Okay. Just one moment. But we, we like I said, all these things that are, are going on, we, we shouldn't uh, be foolish like the bridesmaids, you know, how they were foolish, how, um, some of them, uh, didn't have enough oil, uh, for their lamps, amen, um, let me see, so, it's a story about the ten bridesmaids, uh, it says, uh, Matthew 25, uh, says, when the end comes, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids. They took their oil lamps and went to meet the groom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish bridesmaids took the lamps, but they didn't take extra oil. The wise bridesmaid, however, took along extra oil for the lamps. And since the groom was late, all the bridesmaids became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, someone shouted, the, the groom is here. 
come to meet him. Then all the bridesmaids woke up and got their lamps ready. And the foolish ones said to the wise ones, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. But the, brides, but the wise bridesmaids replied, We can't do that. There won't be enough for both of us. Go find someone that will sell you some oil. While they were buying oil, the groom arrived. The bridesmaids who were ready went with them into the wedding. And the door was closed, y'all. So see, let's not be foolish like these bridesmaids. You know, they, uh, they didn't have enough oil. Uh, for their lamp. So, in other words, you need to be ready. You need to have, uh, you need to have enough food, you need to have enough water, not rely on the government just for, for everything. Because, you know, some of these water plants are run by the government. If one of these plants, uh, they're not funded and they stop, imagine the, the water's going to stop and the sewage. So we need to we need to have a game plan. Uh, we need to prepare. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know, and like I said, the the foolish ones even uh, they <laughs> they told the wise ones, "Give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out." But the wise bridesmaids reply, "We can't do that." There won't be enough for both of us. You know, food is going to be scarce. Water is going to be scarce. Uh, if you have rations, you know, stock up on rations and candles and whatnot. Uh, or lamps, you know. Get some, uh, get some lamps, some oil. Uh, you know, just prepare. Some lights, batteries. Um... And especially us Christians, we we need to stick together, you know. We, you know, uh, I had a dream a while back uh, that we were out in the wilderness, you know. Uh, but a lot of all-stars were there. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, a lot of the famous Christian singers, like my, my friends, my pastors, we were all there, you know, we, we were in the, in a church on the wilderness and, um, but we were running away from something. And I'm, I think it was, uh, we were just running away from being persecuted. And, uh, I would look up in the sky and I would see a sign in the clouds, uh, when it was time to move. You know, Jesus in the Bible said, uh, if you get persecuted in one city, go to the next one. You know, go go out in the wilderness. You know, and, uh, and I keep telling people, you know, uh, a lot of people think that persecution will never happen here. You know, the Word of God says that darkness will come upon the whole world. The whole world, guys. Nobody's immune. Nobody's immune. And those who are in Judea, flee to the mountains and don't come back and get your stuff. Uh, you know. But. I said, this is something that I've been having in my spirit. 
So, you know, it's time to get ready to get ready uh, to, you know, get your lamps ready uh, to meet the Lord. Things are getting so ripe in the world for the Son of Man to be revealed. The harvest is almost here. Jesus got his sickle ready. And he's ready to tear the wheat from the tares. Amen. Separate the goat and the sheep. But we got to be wise. We got to be wise on the things that we, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't like I said, uh, like in my last preach, it doesn't take a, an ounce of discernment to see what, what's going on. Right? You don't have to be a Bible scholar to see what's going on in this world. You know. But you need to be ready. You need to get your family ready. You need to get your spiritual house in order. And this is no fear-mongering. This is, I'm not a gloom-doom preacher. Um, you know, I think we're, we're living in a time where, um, where the Lord God Almighty uh, is documenting everything. We're being judged on our case by case. We're either getting sealed by uh, the Lord Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, or we're going to be slain like the... Like Jesus did. You know. And that the falling away of the church. Is here. You know there's a lot of Christian artists out there. The the good ones. that they, They've been silent for a while. On homosexuality. and uh, But. There's a lot of them that are coming out and being okay with it now, like uh, agreeing with the uh, with what's going on. You know, they 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 didn't talk about it before, but now they're there's they're I guess being okay with it, and uh, you know that's something wrong, man. That's something wrong. It's big big artists coming out. You know, the worship artists, Christian artists. And um, we we know uh, that the Lord Jesus uh, hates homosexuals because uh, we know that's an abomination to the Lord. Stupid man, I hate this. So it's time to get ready with the Lord, Amen. Um, I say it's time to wake up the masses, um, you know, because we know that the devil has not but a short time, and he's coming in with great wrath uh, to the inhabitants of the earth. <clears throat> yep, things are fixing to blow up, guys. Things are starting to get crazy. You know, 
Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Sí, hermano, más este, yo sé que uh, andan, están pasando muchas cosas, hermanos, ahorita en este mundo, que tenemos que prepararnos por la venida de Dios, hermano. Uh, y no, están pasando muchas cosas. No, estaba diciendo que no un hombre, solo un presidente puede cambiar, uh, puede arreglar todas las cosas de este mundo. Pero tengo una buena noticia. Jesucristo viene. Viene pronto, hermanos. Jesus Christ is coming. Is coming, amen. Aleluya. You know, Timothy 4.3. Uh, the Apostle Paul wrote... A warning to the church. Where the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers <clears throat> to say what their itching ears want to say. You know, the Greek word uh, itching means uh, itch, rub, scratch, tickle. Uh, so it's basically to one ear tickled is to desire messages rather than messages. Sermons that charm rather than challenge. Entertain rather than edify. And please... Rather than preach. So the Apostle Paul. He had warned about this. So itching ears. Of course it's a, it's a figure of speech. So that refers to people's desires. So felt needs or wants. It is that. It is these desires that impel a person to believe whatever he wants to believe, rather than the actual truth itself. So when people have itching ears, they decide for themselves what is right or wrong. You know? So they're mainly more concerned about what feels good or... Uh, or what feels comfortable. So they're not after the truth at all. The truth is uncomfortable for them. So, like I said, the falling away. It's uh, the Apostle Paul warning is that the church will one day contain those who only open their ears to those who would scratch their ear. You know, so Paul says that not only will there be a great demand for watered down, personalized messages, but there will be a great number of teachers willing to provide such pap and steer people away from sound doctrine. Do we see that? Do we see that happening now? 
it's all about feeling good. You know, it's about watered down messages. These mega churches, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, they, these mega churches I don't agree with. Like, um, you know, they, they don't, some of them preach repentance and all they want to do is just make you feel good, which is great. But, uh, in the times we live in, it's, it's all about repentance and being born again. You know, it's about sound doctrine. It seems like uh, repentance, it's been out modeled. That God is too loving to judge anyone. That the cross with all its blood is not really necessary. And that God wants his children to be healthy, wealthy, and content with the things of this world. And as people turn their backs on the truth about sin and condemnation, they will disregard their need for repentance and forgiveness. But like I said, uh, there's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastics 1.9 So it's messages that tickle ears can fill a lot of churches, sell a lot of books, and buy a lot of time on cable TV. Mm -mm -mm. I wonder if Jesus was here, if he would ever ride a donkey or he would ride a jet. Think about it. But in, in today's church, in today's postmodern church, we see many of them walking away from the hard truth. It's crazy. So now that uh, a lot of churches that once preached sound doctrine now teach that it's something that's acceptable. The very evils the Bible condemned. Oh, oh, oh. And this might hurt. Some pastors are afraid. Some ministers are afraid to preach uncertain passages of the Bible. crazy but let me tell you <clears throat> there is a remedy for those itching ears it's found on the Timothy passage 2 preach the word be prepared in season not out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instructions. Amen.
That scripture right there contains all the elements. It contains everything that you need for everything that the body and soul needs. About preaching, correcting, rebuking, encouraging. So the word of God must be preached when convenient and inconvenient. And that takes great patience. But sound doctrine is worth it. Like I said, a lot of these churches are changing. You know, I heard a, a, one of these mega pastors, they asked him a question one time. And it still mind boggles me, you know, because I kind of... I liked them, but I just <laughs> ruined everything. You know, they they asked them a question. They asked them, well, you know, Mr. Pastor, will, uh, will homosexuality ever coexist with the church today? And Mr. Pastor over there was like, well, you know what, Mr. Uh, Theologian, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, the based on, you know, we as a nation, we we are a diverse nation, so we we can go coexist with the with the body of Christ with homosexuals. And on top of that, he said there is a lot of ways to get with God. But let me tell you, the Word of God says there is only one way to the Lord. There's only one way to God. And that is through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. <coughs> he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father but through me. crazy. When I heard that, I was like, man, this guy is crazy. You know, one thing is that a lot of these churches are falling into Satan's tricks, to Satan's devices about love. See, the, the, the world preaches this love, but it's the wrong love. It's not the love of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. No, it's not. It's about, you know, people, the, this world tries to tell you it's about accepting. It's about evolution. It's about diverse, being diverse and being okay with homosexual homosexuality. But we know, indeed, down in our hearts, hearts that that's wrong. You know? What happened to Saddam and Gomorrah? You know, the man over there were after strange flesh. And, uh, the God, Lord, oh God Almighty, destroyed that city because they were an abomination, sodomites. But, so, but you know, some of y'all probably like, well, you know, brother Frank, who are you to judge? You know. 
know, it's just the word of God, man. You know, it's it's gonna come like a two-edged sword. It's gonna pierce. Preach nothing but the truth, man. You know, it's uh, that's why a lot of presidents, a lot of kingdoms, and a lot of uh, kings and authoritarians, uh, some of these communist uh, dictators, man. That's why they hate the Bible because it's nothing but the truth. They're offended by it. But like I said, it's uh, we're living in that age. We're living in that time of uh, sound doctrine. You know, nobody wants to hear the truth. And even even if they did, it, uh, it's just they're they're they're. Uh, their conscience is going to be seared like a hot iron. That they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to listen to the truth. You know. Because people's hearts are turning cold. And it's going to be harder for them. Even for the people that came to church and left church. It's going to be harder for them to come back. You know. So we, we got to be careful sometimes what we say because it, you're at risk. You know, sometimes you're at risk. I mean, if your soul is at risk, you know, we, we have the power to speak life or death with our tongue. We will be accountable. We will be accountable for idle words and the day of judgment. So we we gotta be careful because there will be like I said, seducing spirits. A lot of these spirits are seducing people out of the church. A lot of ministers out of the church and following their own lust. So what are you trying to say, brother Frank? Let me tell you. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6.11 You know, don't let the world influence you. You know, put on the whole armor of God so that you won't be deceived. And and uh, ultimately, we, we what we want to do, we want to finish that race. You know, the Apostle Paul, the greatest, one of the greatest warriors of all time. He wrote, "I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith." 2 Timothy 4 7. The apostle wrote, he wrote these words near the end of his life. And these statements, they, they reflect the apostle Paul's struggles in preaching the gospel of Christ 
and his victory over these struggles. Amen. And Corinthians 9.24, it says, uh, Do you know or not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the price? So you better run so you can obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive perishable wrath, uh, but we in, in perishable. So, you know, you're running the race. You're almost there. You're almost there. Amen. You're almost there. You're almost ready to cross the finish line into heaven. So you got to run. Keep on running. Keep on pushing. Don't stop now. I think you've been through too much to stop now. Amen. It's about enduring. Amen. And that's the word I had for you today. Amen. Um, I hope this was a blessing for you. Amen. Uh, you know, like I said, stay woke. Um, and if you can, if you haven't given your life to the Lord, I mean, I implore you to do so. Amen. I think uh, I see a lot, a lot of people that have gone to church but haven't given their life to, to the Lord. You know, if I'm speaking to you, um, you like the way, you know, you feel afterwards because it's this peace. It's the Holy Spirit coming and knocking at your door. You know, you, you can't deny it anymore. This is not super superstitious things anymore. This is this is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit trying to talk to you. You know, if if you go to church and uh, if you feel something, it's conviction sometimes. You know, it's it, it, and you need to make that decision there. Not when you go home because when you go home, you might not have that conviction anymore. So, uh, you know, make that leap, you know. Make that leap uh, to serve God, to be a new creature in Christ. Because if you wait, it might be, it might not be, uh, you not might make it. Because the world might end tonight, tomorrow. You might die in a car crash. You might die in your sleep. You know, it's not guaranteed. Your life is not guaranteed. And if you say you're too young, mm, you know what? I, I was 23 when I gave my life to the Lord. And I was, oh, when I grew up, I was, I was pretty bad <laughs> growing up as a kid, you know. But thank God, you know, God came into my life and he changed me from the inside out. 
Yeah, you know what? Uh, I still have my. I'm a little rough on the edges, but you know what? God is is working in me, and He's been working in me ever since. And you know what? Look at me. Right now, I'm preaching the Word of God, and that's what He wanted me to do. All this time. It might not make sense right now, but it will later. I promise you that. Oh, Brother Frank, well, I'm too young, you know. Uh, I still want to party. Uh, you know, uh, I got my whole life in front of me. Um, you know, oh, yeah, you know what? You do, but it doesn't mean that you need to live without Christ. If you die, let me tell you where you're going to go. What the Lord Jesus said, where there's wailing, weeping, gnashing of teeth to the bottomless pit. So it's time to make a choice whether you want to live or you want to die. Spiritually, uh, fleshly, uh, you know, we cannot serve man or mammal. You know, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision whether you want to serve God or the devil. You know, well, but, you know, uh, uh, when I die, I'll probably repent. Maybe it's going to be too late for you. I'll tell you that right now. You don't think God is looking down at you, saying those words? Don't mock the Almighty God. Do not mock the Almighty Jesus. Because my God is a merciful God. But word of God also says, it also says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. God bless you. I hope this was a blessing for you. Amen. God bless you.